Jesus built my car. It's a love affair, mainly Jesus and my hot rod. And that's just little bookends from the last episode. Yeah. The uh, the ending of the last episode. And now the beginning of this episode. This book. I, you're looking at me like, what the fuck are I'm you talking about? I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> it's been a blackout week. It's, <laughs> it's basically for an audience of one. Nobody's going to get this. But it's a song by a ministry called Jesus Built My Hot Rod. Okay. And so I did like our uh, little outro last time. Yep. I, I did the beginning of the song. And then today I bookended it with... The outro. You're legendary. I no, mean, no, that was. That, I'm gonna be honest. That kind of. Like, I would have never thought to do that. I'm gonna be honest. I, I just we got to keep thinking of like really cool ways to open this. I, I guess. I do have to warn our audience that there is at least one episode where I will. You will hear this first. You will hear. Maybe pull your headphones out or lower the volume, and then I'm going to yell "Good morning Vietnam" as loud as I can. Yeah, we got to do right that. Yeah, as, just as cliche as it, it is, is, but, is but, but yeah. like, uh, that, like the fact that we have this microphone here. Yeah, I yeah. literally have my dreams about that. Like it's just gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. Anyways, welcome to the Launch Air Podcast. Launch Air Conversation. Sorry, I don't even know the name of my own podcast. Uh, episode four, and uh, as always, you can find us on uh, Instagram, you can find us on Facebook, and then you can listen to this podcast on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, a bunch of other podcast sites. I've noticed that we're super easy to find on Spotify, pretty easy to find everywhere, but Spotify yeah. has sort of been the best one for me so far. And just for just for shits and giggles, like uh, because like if you have an iPhone, it already has like the podcast app on it. I yeah. think that's Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that is Apple. So anyway, it's like uh, just for a lark, I looked us up and we're on there too. So, oh, right yeah. on. And apparently we uh, we publish uh, bi-weekly. So. <gasps> what? Okay, well, all right. I'm glad somebody's keeping a schedule. <laughs> We have no schedule. No, we don't. It's um, it's when we can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yes. So. Today, the Stoicism. Yeah, the Stoics. The Stoics. The, the great philosophy of the ages. Yes. Yeah. We have both read Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. Yes. Now, I actually kind of, uh, I, as everyone knows, I'm a giant history nerd. Absolutely. So I. Obviously, I saw Gladiator, right? Yeah. And then I was like, Marcus Aurelius, was he real? I'm like nine at this point, so <laughs> do cut me some slack. Um, but I was just like, was Marcus Aurelius real? Yes, he was, and he wrote this book. Yes. And it is probably, I'll say, top three nonfiction books for me. Oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. This is definitely, uh, probably, yeah, top three. And it's really just because Stoicism, though I am not a Stoic individual myself, I have the emotions of a drunk Italian. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but um, there is, uh, with uh, Stoicism, I just find it absolutely fascinating and how it has literally lasted from, like, time immemorial. And it is kind of one of those philosophies that, like, it's not just catered to, like, one specific, uh, one specific group. Like, yeah. and... Uh, if you read anything on stoicism they talk about this like it's you know from the richest of the rich to the poorest of the poor mm -hmm. and everybody in between yeah uh they can get something out of uh 
out of this philosophy. 100%. Yeah. And it's seen in cultures across the world yeah. just by different names. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you read anything on uh, Japanese samurai, like, with uh, their warrior code Bushido. Right. A lot of it, you could read it and be like, you're just supposed to be calm. Yeah. Ergo stoic in all situations, no matter how bad it is. Yeah. Samurai take it to the next level because if something goes sideways, they're literally supposed to disembowel themselves. But is that Harry Carey? Uh Seppuku. Seppuku. Okay. Yeah, Seppuku. I think. So. Seppuku. Yeah. Yeah. That's the extent of my Japanese. Uh, bonsai kamikaze, which means divine wind. I did not know that. Until, really? Yeah. Like a couple months ago, I read. Uh, uh, book on the Battle of Okinawa, and they're just like, or Iwo Jima, and they're like, yeah, it was, they were called the Divine Wind. I'm like, that's super dope. Kamikaze pilot sounds better to me, but actually, that no, like, it, Divine Wind, that is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, if you anglicize, <laughs> but if you go with, like, just straight up Kamikaze, yeah. Oh, perfect name. Nice, yes, yeah, that's yes. Just, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, what is Stoicism? Uh, basically, and this is taken from uh, a really good website. Uh, it's called thedailystoic.com. Yeah. And because uh, it is kind of hard to kind of quantify in, mm -hmm. like in, de in the definition. But the best – what I got was, okay, Stoicism is the tool – in the pursuit of self-mastery, mm -hmm. perseverance, and wisdom, mm -hmm. uh, something one uses to live a great life. Yeah. So, um, in essence, it's uh, be the change that you want to see in the world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that, that's probably uh, the most apt description I've ever heard. Yeah. Besides, yeah. Um, I, stoicism, that started in Greece and was adopted by the Romans, I think. Uh, I'm trying to remember... Um, but like, was there like, cause you have like Socrates, Plato, yeah. all that. Did one of them, like, was there a specific guy who started, uh, Stoicism? Like, well, it's, um, could you say it was like Diogenes or something? Like I that? don't think it was Diogenes. Um, because like th the one name, like there's a bunch of like Stoic philosophers, uh, like Seneca is one yeah. and, uh, I, I'll butcher his name. Uh. Oh man, I can't even. I can't even try. See if you can try that name. Who's that? The one on the bottom. Epictetus. Epictetus. I don't think it's Epictetus. Something like that. Um, on uh, Stoicism on uh, Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy, it says that Stoicism is a school of Hellenistic philosophy founded by Zeno of Sidium. Zeno, that's yeah. who it was. Okay, yes. There we go. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Why do we ask these questions when the answers in our phone? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We we have we've got to get we've got to get our own uh, like uh, Joe Rogan has Jamie. Yeah. Young Jamie. We yeah. got to get one of those. We do. Yeah. Yeah. We can't pay them anything. No, but, but like, but we're not getting paid. No, neither. Are we, but like, you know, maybe we could just get them hammered. Maybe we could do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I could just not be a bitch and just we can take out. Yeah, our I phones. guess. <laughs> yeah, but like, come on, thumb stress. <laughs> um, sorry, you were gonna go with something. I don't think I was. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, okay. The reading meditations. Uh, one thing I kind of found, uh, at least with Marcus Aurelius' interpretation of being a Stoic or Stoicism, is. Uh, a lot of it's kind of uh, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. I'm going to do what I want. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that was one thing I found really fascinating. Like I'm trying to, I bookmarked a bunch of stuff. Oh, here. cool. Uh, uh, let me see here. 
Bear with me, everybody. Uh, oh, okay, I think it was number three here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the others obey their own lead. Follow their own impulses. Don't be distracted. Keep walking. Follow your own nature uh, and follow nature along the road to share. Mm -hmm. That's walk your You walk can go your, your own, own Yeah, you yeah. can go your own way. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> you know what? It's better than me, Matt. <laughs> but um like uh a lot of the um a lot of the stuff I read like and it's funny the amount of people who have left an impact on history who have read meditations. Yeah. Yeah. Um one of my favorites is Frederick the Great. Cool. He was uh the king of Prussia between I think it was seventeen thirty two and seventeen sixty four. Four or 1774. I think he lasted 40 years. In those 40 years, he only saw 10 years of peace. Wow. He was fighting, like, he fought the Silesian Wars, uh, the Second Silesian War, which more commonly is known in the world as the um, Seven Years' War. Yeah. Which, uh, if you read any book on the Seven Years' War, it actually lasted nine years. Mm -hmm. which I find hilarious. Winston Churchill called the uh, Seven Years' War the First World War because it was literally fought from India to the woods of Quebec and North North America. Okay. Um, but uh, there's a story in, uh, I think it's my one of my books on Audible uh, with Frederick the Great, where they're watching the Battle of Leuton. Mm -hmm. And this was a great victory for Frederick the Great, but really a great victory for him was always just kind of getting by by the seat of your pants type okay. deal. Um, but uh, he's standing around and they're talking. I can't remember if they I think they were fighting the Russians at Leuton. Uh, no, it wouldn't have been the Russians. It would, yeah, it might have been the Russians at Leuton and the Austrians. But... Uh, and Frederick the Great is sitting with a bunch of his officers on horseback watching the battle. Yeah. And one of his officers is passing around a snuff box and says, what a great victory this is for you, my king. And they're all sitting there and they're all having a good time. Next thing you know, a cannon shot, a solid shot. There was an explosive shell at this point. Comes flying through the group. Takes off his aide-de-camp's leg. <laughs> and Frederick the Great goes, my God, you've lost your leg. And he says... Um, oh God, what was it? It was, it is only but a scratch for empire. <laughs> and I'm like, they ripped that right out of Monty Python. <laughs> That's 100%. They ripped that out of the Holy Grail. But I was just like, and what they were talking about, and to me, that's, that's stoicism. Yeah. Taking life as it comes. They, and yeah. He, and like, if you read the whole book, um, I'll try and remember it and I'll post it with, uh, with us on Facebook or something like that. Cool. Um, but it was, it's just the ability of self-mastery. Self-mastery yeah. and, uh, taking responsibility for one's actions uh -huh. as well. Yeah. And, uh, for lack of a better term, I guess, like manning up, like, uh, yeah. hey, no, 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 you're going to trigger people. I know. I'm you sorry. I, I was looking for something different. But I'm I going just... to the university to sit in my safe space. God damn it. God, get to hell with you. I'm done. Um, but sorry, sorry. Um, okay, so uh, basically, uh, the Stoics elaborated and detailed taxonomy of virtue, mm -hmm. dividing virtue into four main types. Mm -hmm. So there's courage, temperance, mm -hmm. or moderation, mm -hmm. uh, justice, and wisdom. Mm -hmm. So like those, like those are basically like the four pillars of Stoicism, if mm -hmm. you will. So like uh, 
number one, courage, like, am I brave? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I going to face this problem or am I going to run away from it? Mm-hmm. Uh, will I stand up or be rolled over? Yeah. And a great example of example of that um, and how I kind of got into stoicism mm-hmm. is uh, through, uh, you know, the, the band uh, Lamb of God? Yes. Okay, so Randy Bly, their mm-hmm. uh, singer. This was back in uh, 2012, I believe. They were going to the Czech Republic. Prague. Yeah, I think it was Prague. Yeah. And uh, they didn't even get off the plane. He's arrested mm-hmm. for uh, allegedly like uh, pushing a fan off their stage mm-hmm. uh, back in like 2010 at one of their shows. And the fan, uh, he got head injuries and he died. Yeah. Uh, long story short, so like he actually went to Pantarak Prison mm-hmm. in Prague. Yeah. And uh, he spent... I think he spent over a month there. Yeah. Well, like they were trying to come up with the bail money and all mm-hmm. that. And then uh, it, it took a while and uh, he finally got out. And uh, basically, so he had a choice because like, he had to come back for trial. Yeah. But obviously, like he could have just been like, well, I ain't coming back to bronze. <laughs> yeah. But like the day that he was released, he was interviewed by a bunch of Czech, the Czech press. Mm-hmm. And he said like, no, I will answer to these allegations. Like yeah. I will come back for, for a trial. Mm-hmm. And uh long story short, like he was acquitted of all charges. Like it wasn't him. Like it, like the, the interaction that they thought took place mm-hmm. on stage, it was uh between him and another fan. So yeah. this guy, the the kid who died, uh, he did get up on stage and he did jump, but it was had nothing to do with Randy. Yeah, if you jump, it's your own fault. Exactly. Yeah. But um, so, but I, I like that was kind of like my first because he's a, a huge uh, fan of stoicism, yeah. and he quotes Marcus Aurelius all, all the, the time, time yeah. and um, so in in that in in that essence and and in that point in his life like he was being a stoic like he was saying i will um i will stand up oh excuse me <coughs> pardon me I'm, I'm coughing uh he he's he's gonna face this problem head on yeah 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 i have the courage to face the issue <coughs> and i have the belief in justice <coughs> yeah so you're really hitting two pillars right there exactly no yeah oh sorry it's okay. You're taking okay. great words. We'll close it for <laughs> Apparently, it will. <laughs> so yeah. So the the uh, the second pillar being temperance, moderation, doing nothing in excess. No. Okay, I couldn't do that. No. Excess is my favorite. Is it smoking, drinking, eating? But do you do that in excess? Well, I'm almost three hundred pounds, <laughs> so I'll say yes. And when I smoked, it was like two packs a day. And uh, when I drink, uh, if I have one, I'm having 13. So. Okay. But I guess maybe not so much with drinking because I, I don't drink that often. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, you know, you get me near a bucket of chicken wings, game over, man. But so you're, you're, you're learning though, right? Oh, yeah. And that's, that's kind of, that, that in essence is what stoicism is. It's like... You're you're always trying to better yourself, yeah. right? And like, cause I've done shit to excess. Like oh, in yeah. my twenties, like I'm the guy who would always do a shot. Oh yeah. Um, like even like mundane stuff, like having too much coffee. Like I yeah. used to have like a pot of coffee a day, and now I'm down to a tumbler a day. You're right. A so I'm, I'm not a legend. No, I'm just you trying. are god <laughs> There is no way. 
But yeah, it's yeah. it's doing the right amount in the right way. So yeah. like everything in moderation, you hear that saying all yeah. the time. Like that is kind you, of like you can, I think one of the lessons that stoicism really shows is that you cannot be an there's no such thing as an immature stoic. No, you no, can't. yeah, that that's oil and water. It's two completely different things. And there, there's also no no such thing as the perfect stoic. Either. No, God, no. But okay. I, yeah, no, you're right. No, it, oh no, no I was just gonna say is that even though somebody who could be described as a perfect stoic, yeah. would admit that they're not perfect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. this is this is what I'm striving to be. I'm yeah. not there yet. I hope to get there. Yeah. But I probably won't. Constant improvement. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's uh, was it Socrates who said the unexamined life is not worth living? Um. There's something I I, I have. I have something here. Um. I think it was Socrates. Sorry, I'm just going over my notes and I can't find shit. I'm not prepared. It is Socrates. It's Socrates. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, right. yeah. It's, it was considered by Socrates. Probably uh, worth the Google. That's yeah. He's <laughs> where we got it from. <laughs> um, but like, I think Stoicism is constantly examining your life and trying to improve upon it. Yeah, and improving, improving upon it by improving upon yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, this was a uh, this was an interesting one uh, because like uh, another another pillar of uh, stoicism is justice, like yeah. doing the right thing. Uh, Marcus Aurelius said, "Justice is the source of all the other virtues." Mm -hmm. So basically, like he's saying, of all of all these four here, like justice is like the main one. I wonder why he would say that. I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with him being emperor. Yeah, I would think probably like. Because he was fairly, he, like, if you read Mary Beard's book, uh, Rome, uh, he's fairly well received. Yeah, and yeah. he was, like, he was emperor during the plague, wasn't he? Like, yeah, during, uh, there, was, there was plague in the Greek part of Rome, and he improved sanitation. Yeah. And, uh, sent nurses and... But you know what's funny is, like, Marcus Aurelius does that, which is obviously a great thing for him to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, Nero, who mm -hmm. is constantly shit on in history, uh, when the fires was, was going through Rome, he opened up the imperial grounds for refugees. Oh, did he? Yeah, like, he didn't. Yeah, he wasn't Because he always hear, hear like, Nero playing the fiddle while yeah, Rome. Yeah, play that loot fair yeah, exactly. while that city burns. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. No, and he wasn't even in Rome when it happened. He was at a beach resort. Like, okay, I think it was Nero who killed his mom. I don't think it was... God. Caligula might have done that, too. But I'm pretty sure it was Nero who... There was no, a lot of that going on. Yeah, there was. It was It was Nero because Nero tried to drown his mom. Yeah. And then she swims to shore, and he just grabs his Praetorian guards and is just like, just go stab her. And she stands up and goes, stab me in the stomach because that is where the beast came from. And I'm just like, that is the biggest final fuck you a mom can give like, on your exit there. Yeah. And hey, I understand. Yeah, I'm like, I'm right there. Like, I was just, like, that story, like, I'm reading that in Mary Beard's book and I'm just like, there's no way that's true. And I'm like, going to, like, she has four PhDs, so I guess I can believe what I, she's yeah, saying. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, another thing on the justice side of it, uh, I I wrote this quote down from Daily Stoic. Uh, Successful activism and political maneuvering require understanding and strategy, as well as realism and hope. 
It requires wisdom, acceptance, and also a refusal to accept the status quo. Mm -hmm. um, because, like, we've talked about, like, the Vietnam War and uh, the activism that went uh, in in that. Yeah. And I guess, uh, I, I guess in more uh, in more modern times, mm -hmm. uh, you, uh, you can talk about like the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I just I think I like how like activism is also like mm -hmm. a kind of a virtue of of stoicism. Yeah, which is like I find it funny because like Marcus Aurelius, again one of the great emperors of Rome. I think he was in that line of the four good emperors. Yeah. Um, I think he was number three or four of the last good emperors. Um, or what we'll call the good four. Yeah. Um, it's funny because like his approach in like philosophical approach to leadership is like set the appropriate example. Yeah. But then you see like 800 years later with Niccolo Machiavelli and his, and the Prince. Yeah. Have you ever read the Prince? Um, parts of it. I, I read it for, uh, it, it was a Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, it was a Shakespeare class that I was in and, uh, like, a. a Long story short, like uh, a Machiavellian archetype is, is like a Machiavellian villain. Oh, yeah, like, they're all over Shakespeare. They're all over Shakespeare. Like Iago is probably the, your best example of one. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like I know a little bit about that, but basically, nothing that I could comment on. Yeah, basically the quote, it is better to be feared than loved if yes. you cannot be both. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. where that comes from. Right. And then you think like the great Stoic leaders, again, like Marcus Aurelius, and then you have that clash 800 years later where you literally have, again, oil and water. Yeah. I always thought that that um, to look at the juxtaposition of things in history always really interests me because you see success in so many different avenues. Right. Um, but arguably, and I don't think anybody would play devil's advocate on this one, Marcus Aurelius had it better. Yeah. 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 Just because obviously with that last quote you gave. Yeah, that that in and of itself yeah. shows good leadership quality. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Sorry, tangent. No, that's that's what we're here for. Yeah, we're here for tangents. Yeah. <laughs> so the last one that I'll comment on, like for the pillars, is wisdom. Zenu mm -hmm. uh, said that uh, we were given two ears and one mouth for a reason to listen more than we talk, mm -hmm. and since we have two eyes, we are obligated to read and observe more than we talk as well. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, that's huge. Like, I don't, aside from this and, uh, you know, talking with a couple of close friends such as yourself and the group that I have, like, I don't say shit if my mouth is full of them. Yeah. Um, so I, I, and I wish more people would do that. Yeah. You know, like, just kind of observe your surroundings rather than spouting your mouth off first. Because, mm. um, like, your mouth can, can get you into trouble. Oh, shit. No doubt. And I'm, I, I have to admit, I'm more than guilty of that. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I have a very undeserved sense of superiority, but that's because, I think that's because of, that's my, where I work. <laughs> yeah, I can sympathize. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I, I will never say I'm the smartest guy in the room, but I may be the smartest guy at the construction site. And again, that is an <laughs> undeserved sense of superiority. It is not a good thing to have. <laughs> But, uh, and sometimes I just want to stir the pot and be a shit disturber. Oh, me too. And I will, like, the guy, I, you work in trades. Yeah. The guys there, like, you and I for, don't really give a shit, like, sexuality-wise. Nope. No, like, um, 
I will say the most flamboyantly gay shit to my boss who turns red. Oh, and yeah. Gets mad yeah. And it, it feeds my soul. Oh yeah, like yeah. I, I I'm kind of in the same boat. Like not not so much like who I work with because like I only work with one other person in my department, yeah. and he's awesome. Like yeah. he's amazing. Uh, and then like most of the people that I work with that I see on a regular basis like are really really good guys. But then you get your you get your tradesmen, let's call them. <laughs> Trump supporters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. And they they are very much that like they they are very much like extreme right mm-hmm. and like the shit that I hear on a daily basis like Jesus Christ oh yeah um so it is my my absolute joy to fuck with these people oh <laughs> um like like I'm very very comfortable with my sexuality oh, and uh, so. I, 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 this is a dick thing to do, but yeah. I like poking fun at people who aren't. Oh, yeah. uh, so yeah. I, uh, my my favorite thing that I've ever done is uh, you remember the scene in uh, in Silence of the Lambs where like Buffalo Bill's trying on the the woman's suit that he's making, yeah, and it's uh, the song Goodbye Horses is playing. Yes, I put that on, <laughs> and then I just stare at the trades. <laughs> While it's playing, it's <laughs> and like they don't know what the hell to do because I will not, I will not uh, break eye contact, and so they they like fuck, and then they just <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll come back and fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, the clerks? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You do? <laughs> I, I, fuck, I fuck me. <laughs> my like my straight up favorite thing to do is my boss. Um, hates when I do that shit. Right. But he shouldn't have let me know <laughs> that that drives him nuts, because I will straight up walk by him, and I'll be like, walking up to people, and be like, good morning, Jake. Good morning, Tyson. Brett, your ass looks great in those car hearts. Good morning. <laughs> and just keep going. And the other thing is the gay boys, or the stereotypical gay boys, please don't cancel me, is I will, I'll be on the roof, and like, if a new contractor's on site, because mm-hmm. my boss cares about what people think about him and his company. Oh, okay. I will be standing on the roof going, Jesus Christ, Brett, I need nails, please. <laughs> and I'm not talking about gel ones, I need wood nails. Come on, Brett, snap to it. And he just, it's the most perfect moment of my life. There you really go. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I found really interesting in Meditations and another book I read, uh, Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Mm-hmm. Logos is the Greek word for meaning. Right. And in Meditations, you read, I believe it is book eight. Uh, I am not just logo. Uh, it's, yeah, here we go. Uh, Stop perceiving the pain you imagine you will remain completely ineffective. You, your logos, but I'm not just logos. Fine, just don't let the logos be injured. Logos, uh, again, is the Greek word for meaning. So it's find your meaning mm-hmm. or what gives your life meaning. And it's exactly what uh, Viktor Frankl talks about in his second half of his book, Logotherapy in a Nutshell, uh, which is the second half of Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah. Um, have you ever read that book? I don't believe I have. No. Okay, because the first one basically describes how he survived Auschwitz. He was, oh, okay. he, he was an Austrian Jew. Yeah. Um, he talks about how he survived Auschwitz and how he had to find meaning in those camps or a meaning for his right. suffering. Yeah. 
to get him through. Um, one thing that absolutely, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this, I cried when I read this, is um, he when he was on work details where he's freezing, his hands are purple, he's in boots that are four sizes too small, yeah. he hasn't eaten anything but watery soup for six months. Yeah. Um, he used to have conversations with his wife in his head. Oh, man. But he didn't know that immediately on entering Auschwitz, she had been gassed and was buried less than a few hundred yards away from her, where he was standing. And I read that, and I was just like, oh, God. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, my inner feels. But he found meaning in treating the patients in the diphtheria and tuberculosis wards. And, like, the, the... Obviously, Nazis are fucking monsters, but, like, he would get eight aspirin for 60 tuberculosis patients. Holy shit. Yeah, and he'd think of that as, well, at least it's that. Right, yeah. That man... That we, I have this much, at least. Yeah, that's yeah. stoicism. Yeah, that like, is. And he took, like, the germ... Or, the, sorry, the Nazis um, were giving it to him almost as an insult. Like, yeah, see what you can do with eight aspirin, asshole. And he... Made something out of it. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck, like, to me, that is a modern stoic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. Like, yeah. Wow. Um, but, like, logotherapy, how he treats uh, depression and that kind of, or a lot of, I can't remember specifically what he tries to treat in his book, Logotherapy. Um, I know he talks about a woman whose son died, um, but he just says, you have, once you find meaning to life, or meaning to your life. Yeah. You're unstoppable. Yeah. And I, I think that's very true. For sure, yeah. yeah. Like, whether it's raising your children or, I don't know, making sure you your wife or girlfriend is taken care of or your significant yeah. other. Yeah. Um, once you find meaning, the, the, you, you can't be killed. Yeah. 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 Kind of like li- living, for, living for yourself, mm. but also like living for other people, like being dutiful to other other people. Yeah. Like being like, not just being like a waste of skin. No. You know, like having a purpose. Like yeah. So. Having a purpose. Yeah. 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 Like, have you ever read Alistair Crowley's book? Um, no, I haven't. Uh, Alistair Crowley, basically he lived 90% of his life. Because his family was, like, his grandfather was, like, a whiskey baron or something like that in the UK. And he inherited a ton of money. So, basically, for the first 40, 50 years of his life, it was orgies and (laughs) demons and alcohol and heroin. And an Ozzy Osbourne song. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Every time I hear the name Aleister Crowley, I just think of Mr. Crowley. Yeah. Mr. Crowley. Sorry. Holy fuck. I didn't. I never made that connection. Oh, really? No, no it, that song is about Alistair Crowley. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's okay, so we're going to go off on a tangent okay, here. Yeah, go. But, uh, okay, Zach Wilde is uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne's, like, he's been his guitarist since the 80s, off and on. Yeah. And uh, I, this was back in, like, the late 90s, 2000s. And uh, Zach gave him, it was either a book or it was a picture. I'm, I'm leaning towards a book. Yeah. Because like Ozzy Osbourne is actually pretty no, he's not learned. No, he's not learned. No, he, no. he reads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so he uh, he gives him this book or, or picture. And like, who who is this guy? He's like, Oz, it's Alistair Crowley. Who the fuck is Alistair? <laughs> well, you've only been singing about him for the last like twenty years. 
Seriously. I have no idea. That, okay, I, know, I feel less bad now. I really <laughs> do. My favorite... Okay, I'm going to seem like a total fucking flake and poser here, but okay. my, my favorite Ozzy Osbourne moment is still his Staples commercial from, like, the early 2000s. <laughs> you can't talk to me that way. I'm the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> oh. Fucking Prince of Darkness. I I just love how much he swears too. Oh, I'm too. sorry. I know, like fuck it. Yeah, it'll oh. be it'll be a sad day when he finally leaves us. And he's getting up there oh, too. Yeah. He's yeah. seventy six with Parkinson's. He's got Parkinson's. Yep. Fuck. Michael J. Fox and now Ozzy. Yep. Fuck. Oh, and didn't isn't that what Robin Williams had? Uh, yeah, he had a form of Parkinson's, and then um, I think he was also being treated for dementia. Uh, Robin Williams? Yeah. I think he was. Um, yeah, and then, like, the the pills that he was taking for it, like, yeah. it, like I, I think that was, like, part of why he committed suicide. Like, yeah. he just didn't feel like himself anymore. You know, I'm going to be honest, a, a quote that uh, gets, because it's from Night at the Museum 2, which was a horrendous film. Um, even high, that was a bad movie. Um, but uh, he talk, uh, Ben Stiller goes, I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. And Robin Williams says, What, how wonderful! I, Ooh, I just got chills. Yeah, like, like, I'm just like, That is so fucking true, and that kind of fits into what we're talking about as well. Like, exactly, how, yeah. like, how, yeah, like, just kind of being that open minded to, yeah. to. You know, to the next day, to what's yeah, one hundred percent, and like, like one of the uh, I think it's book three uh, in here. He talk uh, Marcus Aurelius talks about um, ask yourself why you cannot stand something. Right. You'll be, I guarantee you, or I, I think you'll be embarrassed at the answer. Or yeah, something like yeah. That. And uh, I bitch about being a framer. Probably eighty percent of the day I'm there. The other twenty percent I'm either shitting in the porta potty or crying. <laughs> um, but I just I, I hate it. Yeah. It, but why, why do I hate it? Because I have to be outside and it's hot, and uh, I have to nail things together, and uh, it it's sometimes sunny. Yeah. That's a. We go back to what Victor Frankl went through. Oh, yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I find myself doing that as well. Yeah. Like, like, um, like even at work. Like, I, I don't hate my job, but I don't love my job either. Mm. But um, the way that I think of it is like it's you know it helps feed my family. It yeah. helps you know facilitate my life. Yeah. And I look at all the things that I have, and it, you know it's because I, I work my ass off, but it's because it's because of the job that I'm at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I was going to go somewhere else with that, and I just can't remember. Oh, damn it. Sorry. Damn it. Keep talking. It'll come to me. Uh, so, like, one thing, some of the best advice I ever got as a young man was work to live, don't live to work. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's a balance that we as a society still have not yet found. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I, I totally believe in having to work. I would go insane if I didn't have a job. Okay? Yeah. And I don't mean, like, specifically this job. Right. But I would have to do something. You want a purpose. Yeah. Pre preferably, I'd like to do something else. Brett. <laughs> asshole. Um, Name dropping. Yeah, he's not going to listen to this. It has intellectual properties. Oh, uh, okay. Um, fuck Brett. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, the... Uh, I, would, I would have to do something. Whether it was... Yeah. Like, 
pref- what would I love to do? I don't know, be a fucking rap star and just <laughs> jump around on stage. I would love to be some rapper's hype man. <laughs> run out. You would be a good hype man. Right? Like, just run out like <laughs> LeBron before the game. Just, like, smack chalk in my hands. Like, <laughs> I would need a job. Preferably that one, but just a job in right. purpose. Right. Um, but we don't have, like, we are so result driven in life or in yeah. society especially and, western society oh, see and that's just it like in europe when i was over there shit two hour lunches yeah you want to have a baby take a year your yeah. husband take a year too yeah. your job will be here when you get back yeah. like yeah um i think like uh i think in italy specifically they get something i think they like start with something like six weeks off yeah ferrari um i watched the something on the ferrari plan and oh, yeah. just like yeah, you get six weeks paid. Yeah. And if you decide to continue that, it's just you get 80% of your salary for the next, I think it's 50 weeks or something like that. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then you see people in the United States like, oh, it cost me $40,000 to have a kid. Yeah. Like, then go out for socialized medicine. Yeah. Because if I'm ever cursed with a crotch goblin and I have to pay for it, <laughs> fuck my life. I'll walk into the woods with my crossbow and you'll find me nailed to a tree somewhere. <laughs> but fuck. Like, um, but like, like I was saying, with we don't appreciate life anymore. No. We don't. It's rush, 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 yeah. rush. Give me yeah. a result. Give me this. Give yeah. me that. And uh, we do it to ourselves in a lot of ways. Totally. Because, like, and I, I, I 100% say I'm guilty of this. There is a red samurai suit on Amazon right now <laughs> that I am staring at, and it is $2,300, and I'm thinking, fuck it, my credit card can take this. 100%, we can do this, and I'm just going to walk around the house in it. Okay, uh, I have a request. Yes. Um, and it could be, so you, you have until Halloween. Yes. Because, uh, like, you know that I put, like, the smoke uh, the smoke machine out there yeah. and, and all that stuff. Yeah. This is what I want you to do. Okay. I want you to buy that fucking samurai suit. Yes. And I want you to ring my door on Halloween. Yes. I'll come out as Mike Myers again. Okay. But I just want to open the door through all the smoke mm-hmm. and just have a samurai staring at me. 100%. Please do that. I will. I'll get the mask. <laughs> do it. Yes. <laughs> okay, you know what? Now, okay. See, now you have a purpose. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I have found the logos to buying this. <laughs> and we circle the way. Yeah, around. Right here. Yeah, um, yeah, now that has to happen. Goddamn. It does. Next year, we'll go as the twins from The Shining. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I don't know, like... I. Everybody who's listening, okay, last year what happened, like just because of the whole pandemic and everything, where you basically had to stand on your porch and hand out candy with tongs. Yeah. I did so as Mike Myers. Yes. And then I can't remember. I was like, Hulk. You were Hulk, yeah, yeah. but you um, you came later in the night and just yeah. kind of stood with me and yeah. like you acted dead or something like that. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we do want to go as the Grady twins from The Shining. Yes. But I don't know if we're going to be able to find costumes like that. We, uh, we should start looking now. We can't, like, I don't think I'll find one, a women's dress in a men's 56. <laughs> I no. really don't. But you know what? They can find baby clothes for adults now, apparently. They can. That yeah. blew my fucking mind that I that was know. a fetish, okay? Like, yeah. Like, I guess feet and stuff like that. But, that, like, they have adult-sized cribs. Yep. 
What? Why? I don't know. Like, okay, like to, if to it, each his own. Yeah, if, it, if it's your kink and it tickles your fancy, go and for it's it. Legal. If you're not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's if legal. it's legal, legal. If yeah. it's legal and you're not hurting anybody else unless they consensually want you, go for it. Yeah, no, party on. <laughs> I'm not like fuck film and I'll watch it. I don't give a shit. But like, <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> but like, I, I 100. percent Yeah, just. I'm sorry, I fucking, we took a left turn there, and now we I'm did. trying to pop up. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, I, I think, like, for me, um, a big part of my purpose right now is honestly doing shit like this, having this yeah. creative outlet. Yes, yeah. Because, like, having the creative outlet, I I used to shit on arts a lot. I used to, because I was in that, I, I, I think it's called toxic masculinity, but where... Like, I, I used to wear button-up shirts mm -hmm. tucked into jeans and mm -hmm. boots every day, no matter what the weather was. Okay. And I shaved my head, which is fucked. I've shaved my head once or twice, I'm not I, judging. I, you should, because I look like Butterbean when I <laughs> shave my head. I straight up look like something out of the fucking Ozarks. <clears throat> um, but, like, the creative part of your mind. Yeah. I think will brighten up the rest of your life. I totally agree. Um, yeah. yeah, like there's, I, I've had uh, people that are close to me. They they've they've come up to me, and uh, one one person in uh, in particular, uh, she she said this to me like years ago. Uh, as she said, like uh, you're miserable when you're not being creative. Mm -hmm. And I have to agree. Like, mm. and so just doing this podcast is, has been so uplifting for me, especially like because of like the last 18 months or whatever. Yeah. Like, like we straight up should have started this last April. We should have. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, it's been such a godsend though. Like yeah. just doing something that is our own. Like yeah. you and I created this thing. Like it came from nothing and yeah. we put it together. It's our baby. It's our baby. <laughs> but there, there is, there's something very satisfying in that because I mean, I, I come from a world uh, creatively where, <laughs> people tell me what to say. People tell me where to stand, and I, I do it. Like, uh, well, in a sense, but yeah. like, I am part of the creative process mm -hmm. because, like, I'm coming up with how I'm going to say it. Mm -hmm. I'm coming up with my mannerisms and my character, your interpretation, my interpretation, character. exactly. Yeah. But like, this is the first thing that I've done in recent uh, years that mm -hmm. came from me and from you, yeah. which is cool. Um, it's, especially in a time where, like. You know, like I was supposed to do, I was supposed to do like three shows last year. Yeah. And they all got canceled and mm -hmm. they are not happening. Yeah. Like nothing is happening yeah. for me. Um, so, yeah, like uh, having that creative outlet, mm -hmm. like having something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah. No, yeah. I, like, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I think a lot of people in your, like a lot of people, I think in general, with the pandemic shit situation, but we still felt kind of robbed in a way. Like um, my girlfriend who is the light of my existence in a lot of ways loves concerts. Yeah. And when she brightens up the moment she walks into any kind of music oriented place yeah. um, or any kind of music oriented event really yeah. where she can mingle with like-minded people, because as episode one showed, 
I'm fairly music illiterate in a lot of ways. Or sorry, that would have been episode two. Two and three. Two and three, that's right. I'm fairly musically illiterate in a lot of ways, especially where, as you and her can get quite technical into right. that subject. I'm like, I love it when the drums go boom, boom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and like people such as yourself who had that, uh, literally your, I wouldn't say your entire gelato Eve because you have a family, but a big portion of it taken away from my you. creative outlet. Yeah, your yeah, right yeah. There. Because let's call it what it is. Yeah, because I don't get paid for it, even yeah. even though like the last couple shows it was. But like, yeah. I'm not a professional actor. Like, I and I don't. I'm trying semi professional. Uh, you you got to take the title. Okay, the title is oh, I, I I can't. I'll, Contract actor? Contract actor. <laughs> a semi-professional community actor. That's what I call myself. Okay. Okay? I felt a twitch in my pants. There we go. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> this is the closest I've ever been to fame where I haven't been getting tackled. I am not even Canada's famous anymore. <laughs> I used to be. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. All my actor friends would be like, this guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a wonderful claim to fame that you have, at least. Mine, which made the news in Vancouver, Kelowna, Vernon, and Kamloops, was me punching a fire extinguisher after a lacrosse game where I got pulled out of the net for That was you? That was Mitch! I'm just kidding. I oh, God. God. <laughs> I never read that article. I was actually going to be like, holy shit, it's found me. <laughs> but that's the only claim to fame I have. But there you go. I'm going to be stoic about it. Justice was served. I had to get stitches. <laughs> so... But like I'm um, circling back to stoicism, like if, with what we're talking about, like with the pandemic and stuff. Like I don't know about you, uh, like I've I've had conversations uh, with Jess about this. Jess is my wife, or like the one person who doesn't know that. <laughs> um, like especially like early on in the pandemic, just like kind of almost, for lack of a better term, counting your blessings. Like, yeah. Um, because yeah, like a bunch of shit got taken away from us all. Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, like we both never stopped working. Mm -hmm. um, both of our jobs actually like catered to our needs. Mm -hmm. Like, especially in the beginning where like we decided uh, when the schools shut down, we decided that we weren't going to put uh, our son back in for that year. He was just going to do the zoom meetings and all that stuff. Yep. Um, so like both of our jobs said kind of whatever you guys need, do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I was able to, uh, watch the kids, uh, during the daytime mm -hmm. until Jess got home from work. Yeah. Then I would go That's right, to work. I, I work half needs. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so it was just little things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but just kind of stepping back to it and like not having everything feel like a rat race. Yeah. Um, to, to your point where, yeah, where you, you said that, yeah, everything kind of just slowed down and you appreciated what you had. Mm -hmm. Um, Dave Chappelle had an awesome quote. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. It was like one of the first times he was on. He's been on there twice now. I don't really for, so. You do, yeah. Um, the first one that I'm talking about, like he, uh, it was, this was still like mid-pandemic, mm -hmm. and uh, he just uh, he, he made a comment that really hit home for me. Uh, he he was basically saying what what this has done is like it's it's made us take stock of the people in our lives mm -hmm. and kind of 
make ourselves question like did we make good choices mm -hmm. and like i can say you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that yeah. i have made some amazing choices like if if this was prolonged even more and we were back to lockdowns and mm -hmm. stuff like that and the only people that i could see were my wife and my kids i'd be okay with that mm -hmm. no um, they, I, I totally get that yeah and so and, and kind of tying it in with with what we're talking about with stoicism like that's kind of seeing things for what they are mm -hmm. um looking for that looking for the bright side looking yeah. for the positive yeah in a shitty ass situation yeah no like a hundred percent like I, I'm gonna be honest. I cut people off like gangrenous feet when I when that pandemic started. Yeah, I really did. Like, yeah. I, it really made me realize, like, fuck, I really didn't want to see that guy. <laughs> and like, and it's fair, but like, like you said, if we had to go back in the lockdown, Luis and I would have another horror movie marathon. Yeah, watch it, play Halo, hang out, chit chat, and the best thing. Um, uh, and one thing that we were, I really found with our with my relationship with Louise um, was the ability for us to sit in silence and it be okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck that! Like, yeah. I I was thinking. I honestly thought about this a while ago. Um, could I have done that with any of my other exes? No, I <laughs> I would have ate a bullet. Yeah, I would have one hundred percent. There's nothing that could have made that okay. <laughs> but like the the ability to sit, just sit and be, and be, yeah. And like at the end of it, Louise looked at him and be like, "Do you want tea and biscuits?" And me being like, "Of course I want tea and biscuits. <laughs> bring me the tea biscuits. Don't even bring the tea. I just want the tea biscuits <laughs> and some milk, please." <laughs> By the way, British people get shit on for their food. Rightfully so. I've been there. It's fucking horrendous. <laughs> but they're tea snacks. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're on point. Cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> I haven't had those since I was a kid. Do you put mayonnaise on them? Oh, 100%. Yeah, okay. I'm white, okay? I'm, I'm just asking. I put that shit on everything. Okay. I, I just mix it with French bread hot. There you go. Yeah. By the way, if you ever get the chance to do that with yam fries. Ooh. Oh. I think I will. It's a deadly combination. It is a deadly combination. Yeah, no, if you're over 250, you can ask me. <laughs> you, get, you have the right to give <laughs> diet advice. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, like, seeing things from what they are, taking it as they come. Yeah. Like, because, like, we all got super excited. Like, I think it was last September. We were all thinking, like, shit, yeah. We're back in. We're gonna. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Like, look at the numbers are going yeah. up. And then October hit, and it was just like panic at the fucking disco. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody. Like, I remember being at work one day, and again, like I didn't stop working. Louise, God, I felt bad for her because she's in events and conventions. Yeah. Yeah. At a diploma at university. Yeah. Done. Obviously, yeah. fucking nothing's happening. Yeah. Yet. So she's at home playing housewife, and like. From my perspective, love that. Dinner is made. Yeah. House is clean. Girlfriend is there. I love this. Yes. Um, from her perspective, like, I was literally home for seven hours. I finished playing Halo, and yeah. I was like, okay, what now? Like, what, what do I do now? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do it. I could yeah. not do what she did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, when, because like, the movie, I remember the movie theater opened up for, like, three weeks in October or something right. like that. And I was so happy yeah. to go see a movie. I went and saw that fucking terrible David Copperfield movie with the kid from Lion and Slumdog Millionaire and shit. Great actor. That movie was fucking horrendous. <laughs> um, 
And I just remember, like, oh, finally, finally. And then, yeah, October hits. And, and we're all back in the house. Yeah. I went, like, three weeks without even seeing my mom because my mom's, like, 60-plus. Yeah. And I was terrified that I was yeah. going to give it to her. I was, that was the same way. Like, uh, I, I saw my dad every once in a while. Yeah. But uh, I have uh, – I have a set of grandparents on, like, I have a grandpa on my dad's side and a grandma on my mom's side that are in their 80s. And, um, yeah, I didn't see them for, like, six months, eight months because, like, I was I was so paranoid about, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I wasn't scared about getting... COVID, but I'm I'm afraid of giving it to people like that. Yeah, I remember like when the pandemic first started, like when that, like when we talk about like being brave or yeah. courage. As yeah. Like, um, I remember being like, I didn't even want to take Louise to the grocery store with me because in my head this was like going to be like the movie Contagion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there was going to be like fruit, like. This is the most fucked up thing. Louise and I are at Costco one day, and it's right at the start of the pandemic. And remember when toilet paper, for some for reason, whatever reason, everybody yeah. thought toilet paper was the cure. Yeah. By the way, bounty sheets work just as well in a pinch. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. calm down. <laughs> or get in the shower. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Or all, you'll figure it out. You're an adult. Buy a bidet. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so at this point. It, just fucking relax, all right? Toilet paper is not going to... You're not going to use that as a mask. No. But, like, Louise and I are sitting... Uh, or loading our groceries from Costco. Yeah. And, like, there was a huge line. Yeah. As there was everywhere. And we waited, like, an hour and a half to get in. We had avoided going to Costco for, like, two, three months. Yeah. Uh, or probably two months at that point. And this woman, who is probably... She was Christ's third grade teacher. That's how old this woman is. <laughs> and she is the size of my pinky toe. Yeah. Comes up to me and says, did you see a man with a black hoodie uh, come by here with toilet paper? I was like, oh, no, I didn't. Was he supposed to bring it to your car? And she's like, no, he took it out of my cart and ran. Wow. All I could think was, I wish I had caught that human being. And hey, there is, like... Fuck. (laughs) And there's like the justice part of this of stoicism, like doing the right thing. Yeah. Like, are some of these laws, or not laws, but like, are are some of like the the steps that they've taken in this, like, have they been a little draconian? Yeah. Yeah, probably. They have. Yeah. But, um, and the mortality rate and all that, yeah, it's, it's probably not going to affect you. Yeah. But it might affect that 80-year-old person that you were in contact with at Costco. So, like, fucking just for the little bit that we have here, just wear your fucking mask. Shut the fuck up and just do as you're being asked. Be a a good citizen. Be a good person. The social contract. Exactly. The social contract. Literally, just follow the social contracts. Stop. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Like... This is Jim Jeffries, one of my favorite comedians, says the Bible could have been a fucking pamphlet, and it's try not to be a cunt. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It could have been one page. Yeah. And you could have flipped it over and instead of said seaside one. Totally. Like, that's it. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And that I guess that would tie back into justice. It would, yeah. I'm just looking over my notes here. Uh, Brandon prepares notes. I show up. I had to for this. Like, because, like, um, Admittedly, like I'm, I'm kind of new to stoicism. Oh, like, like uh, obviously, 
like I, I know the word and the definition and all that, but it has a philosophy I'm pretty new to it. Mm -hmm. And like, cause like you let me meditations. Yeah. Um, and okay. Like when you read meditations, like I just read it, like I read it as if I would a chapter book. Yeah. Um, I'm buying it now mm -hmm. because I want a copy of my own. Yeah. I think the next time I read it, mm -hmm. I'm going to read just like a passage a day. Yeah. Like one meditate, well, which, which I'm pretty sure like that's kind of, that's how it's meant to be digested. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, yeah, it'd be cool to, to read it that way and just kind of like read the passage, like first thing in the morning before you go to work and like yeah. really think about it. Right. And um, absorb it. Absorb it. Yeah meditate on it exactly. for the whole day. General Jim Mattis, uh, who was Trump's Secretary of Defense, I believe, I say that, don't, don't shit on him. He's actually fucking, his whole life story, if you read his book, uh, Call Sign Chaos, um, it's unreal what this man, the intellectual abilities that this man has. Yes, he was in the Trump White House, please don't judge me too much. <laughs> but, um, but when he was in Desert Storm, even as, I believe he was a three-star two-star Marine general at that point. Um, he rode in a forward command vehicle and he always kept meditations with him. And when shit got hairy, he'd like read a section. Oh, wow. And yeah. that was just his way of like bringing, putting things in perspective and bringing yeah. himself out of a life and death stressful moment. Kind of just finding his center. Yeah. And yeah. pulling himself back in. Yeah. And like, if you... It's funny because if you look at his copy, like you can see it's from like the seventies when he was in Marine boot camp. Right. Um, this book's worn as shit. Yeah. It is brutal. But um, yeah, so I think reading it section by section, like I read it, uh, I think there's what, 10 books in there? Yeah. Like, sec books. Books, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chapters, I guess. Yeah. I read it book by book. Yeah. By book. As did I. And, um, but that was because like when I read it uh, uh, the first time, I was out in Saskatchewan. I was 19. I was by myself. And oh, I was okay. like anything I could do to stave off fucking Saskatchewan, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, um, but uh, yeah, no, section by section. The, the thing, the great thing about this book is, though it was written like, what, seven th or 1700 years ago or something like that? Something like that. Um, it's kind of like Sun Tzu's Art of War. It, right. It can be, it, it is literally taken. And extrapolated and yeah. has uh, pertinence to this. It's game. still relevant. Yeah, yeah, relevant. Sorry, yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, I was just looking. Okay, because I was going back to my notes here, mm -hmm. and this is from again from the Daily Stoic. Com. Uh, for those of us who live our lives in the real world, so like modern times, uh, there is one branch of philosophy created for us, Stoicism. Uh, it's a philosophy designed to make us resilient, happier, more virtuous, and more wise. And as a result, better people, better parents, and better professionals. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, it's it, in essence, it's just trying to become a better person. Uh, and... Uh, where am I going with this? Um, I had a tie in with like religion. I had a question to ask you, like, mm -hmm. um, what do you think the difference between like this philosophy and like any like religious philosophy is? Okay. You know, it's funny. It's funny you bring that up. Cause I was thinking about that. Cause like religion really reinforces a hierarchy yes. type section, yeah. right? Like yeah. be happy. Look what God gave you peasant. Yeah. He gave you a shit covered mud hut yeah. and a pig. Yeah. Be happy. Be, be happy. Thankful. Be thankful. Be yes. thankful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Worship him. Yeah, worship him. Exactly. Yeah. Where I think the stoicism um, 
would be contradictory to that because yeah. that kind of idea of monotheistic godlike worshiping. Yeah. Um because you're trying to improve yourself. Yeah. But then I'm sure that there are Christians out there who would say, God wants you to improve yourself too. He wants you to be a better Christian now. Like Yeah. Um I think the reason why I bring this up is because uh and this was years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um I I had heard I think it was like an interview on the C B C and it was uh a bunch of uh it was a bunch of religious um, intellectuals, for lack of a better term. They they had a de- – it wasn't a debate. It was like a conversation. Mm-hmm. And Theologian. Theologians, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's the word I was stumbling on. I was trying to think of an insulting term, but I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, like um, one guy, let's call him a Christian because I can't remember. Yeah. Um, like he was saying that uh, – like. His his goal in life, mm-hmm. much like Stoicism, was like just to be a better person. Mm-hmm. But like Christianity was the vehicle that he chose. He chose yeah. to do the. But yeah. in that sense, he just wants to be a better person. Yeah. So like there are religious types that mm-hmm. are like that, where mm-hmm. it's not necessarily you know mm-hmm. condemnation for being a dick because mm-hmm. you don't worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just like how they. Um, it, it, interpret it, and yeah, and I, I I think. Sorry, were you done there? I'm done there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, my, the the thing that you made me think of was I think it's all a matter of perspective. Right. Okay, because like if you look at the uh, one of my favorite historical uh, groups is the Knights Templars. Right. Now they're ba- they're crusaders basically. Yeah. They were the vanguard of crusader armies for like. 200 some odd years now charging into battle um in a lot of movies you'll hear them yelling god wills it yeah well god also said thou shalt not kill so we're being a little hypocritical that is not the point i'm trying to make here (laughs) we're going to like to improve yourself as an individual i think we're all inherently born with the idea that murder is wrong yeah with a few exceptions such as like you know psychopaths right um but I think that, well, like, are you improve? Like, when you say God wants you to kill the infidel, mm-hmm. are you improving yourself by killing another human being? Mm. Stoicism would say would probably say no because yeah. you are doing something you find morally ob- objectionable. Yeah. but you're excusing it with the veil of religion. Right, and, th- and I'm not saying that this pertains solely to religion, like. Uh, German soldiers who rolled across the Rhine in 1939 or and uh, invaded Poland in 39 and went into France in 1940 and uh they thought that they were doing good work. Yeah. They thought that they they thought they were doing the right thing. Right. So uh, by by stoicism's perspective, they weren't trying to hide it in the veil of religion. They were trying to hide it in the veil of uh political fanaticism yeah. Yeah. instead of religious fanaticism. Right. Um, but whereas you and I would say they didn't do a damn like a good for anybody <laughs> no. anywhere, right? Like, no. um, Jenny skinheads who are listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but like, that's, it's a, it has to be a matter of perspective because yeah. to me, not being religious makes you morally a better person. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to agree. 
because like if you form your own opinions like form your own opinion be be your own person like find your logos yes and now if religion is your meaning fuck it i guess all the power to you yeah but like people take religion and bastardize it like the westboro baptist church yeah, yeah. down in yeah uh, Topeka, Kansas. Right. Somebody bomb those fuckers. I would throw them a parade. Tinker tape and all. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, fuck, throw me in jail too. I'm going to shit. Fuck those guys. Um, but uh, the, the, the hypocrisy of trying to veil self-improvement or doing the right thing in the shroud of religion. Right to me is just a cop out. And for me, like the biggest thing, like obviously like religion is like just chock full of hypocrisies. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but so that I, like we could do a whole episode on that shit. Yeah. So I don't really want to get into that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, uh, for me, like in, uh, in context of what we're talking about right here, mm -hmm. uh, the biggest problem I have is the preachiness of it. Yeah. No, um, yeah. And like you run into people like that all the mm -hmm. time. Like people come to your door. Hey, can I tell you about the good word of God and all that stuff? Mm -hmm. And like, um, yeah, basically. That's when I pull out my leather mask. Yeah. Like, yes, come in. Yes, please. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the, the preachiness of it that it just really, uh, pisses me off mm -hmm. and whereas stoicism isn't preachy mm -hmm. uh it's very like you said it's very self-driven um and like marcus really has a great quote like if it is not right do not do it if it's not true do not say it mm -hmm. um there was another one uh i i guess i didn't copy it down but in, in essence he's saying like just like do it like walk the walk don't mm. say you're gonna do something fucking mm. do it yeah. um but realize that this is a personal mm. thing like this is a personal uh it's a personal journey mm -hmm. so like my personal journey is not the same as your personal journey. no no that brings us back to the quote uh do yourself by your nature exactly and yes let nature and follow the road that nature is yeah. itself yeah yeah so let people go their own way, but you do yours and don't half-ass it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I think you, but I think you nailed it right on the head there. Yeah, it gets, yeah. like you know, that was a little bit choppy, but no, I mean, no, you got it across. Yeah. Well, my, my like my thing, like my my big thing, um, again is yeah, it's like the preachiness. Like again, I, again, I could tear religion apart for hours. It would literally just make mm, yeah, like yeah. That. Um, <clears throat> but if whatever you do personally, as long as you are not hurting somebody else, yeah, and as long as you are doing what you determine to be right, yeah, that you're not at fault, yeah, you, that that is you, that you're not doing anything wrong, yeah, you are living your life as you see fit, yeah, and again, and again, the 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 annex there or the asterisk there. Not hurting anybody. Exactly. Yeah, not that's doing the big illegal. thing. Yeah. yeah, follow the social contract, obey the laws, don't do anything. Fuck totally. Them. Yeah. But like again, if if you identify as a bear with green hair who likes to fuck chickens, I guess that's who you are. As long as the chickens find a concession, yeah, go for it. Yeah. As long as you get a <laughs> fuck or an okay, oh, whatever, whatever it is, whatever yeah. passes for okay and chicken, fucking fly at her. Yeah. Um. But like. 
The other thing, too, is Stoicism does not seek to indoctrinate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when I, like, when I read Marcus Aurelius' book, uh, to me, the tone was, this is how I present to you the world through my vision. Yeah. Whereas religion, it's, did you have shrimp on Friday? You're going to hell. You're going to hell. fuck yep. shit. <gasps> I'm wearing cotton polyester. Oh, no. I'm fucked. You always it's game over. Jesus. Yeah. Um, see, that's, to me, that's, that's the line. Yeah. It's, yeah. you make the choice to follow stoicism in a, because you think that's what's right for you. Yeah. And while yet some people may do that with religion, nobody has ever, I don't believe I've ever seen Stoics blowing themselves up in the name of Xenu. Yeah. 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 And I also don't believe I've ever come across um, a Stoic. With a pamphlet. I with a pamphlet. Yeah. At 9 a.m. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, uh, yeah. Like, um, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so, I got a, a really good quote here. Uh, this is probably the last thing that we'll talk about, but, um, it, it's from Meditations, and, mm -hmm. uh, when I first saw this quote, actually, I, I wrote it down in uh, in my journal, and it, it for it really uh, it struck a chord with me, and I think it's topical, mm -hmm. um, with a, a couple of things a couple of things going on in society right now, mm -hmm. uh, especially like with the age of the internet and people being like quote unquote experts when you know oh fuck I love internet experts oh yeah oh, that just gets my shit rocked. And uh, so here's the quote uh, in Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Okay, if anyone can refute me, show me I'm making a mistake or looking at things from the wrong perspective, I'll gladly change. It's the truth I'm after, and the truth never harmed anyone. What harms us is to persist in self-deceit and ignorance. And, like, that's, to me, like, that just... It, it really struck a chord. Like, it yeah. really it scratched me where I itched. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like I said, I wrote it in my journal. I put it on Facebook. I was like, mm -hmm. this, this philosophy needs to be, um, showcased. Showcased, yeah, yeah for lack of a better term. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that quote. Yeah. I really do. I can't, you know, it's funny. I don't remember seeing it in there, but, you know, but anyway, I digress. That quote, it, it, it's so true. Yeah. That, like, um, that, and I think that's another thing that kind of draws me to stoicism is the fact that, it's unlike religion. It's willing to admit when it's wrong. There you go. And that's, yeah. again, like if you read Richard uh, Richard uh, Richard Dawkins, Richard Dawkins. But no, you gave me his book. Uh, God is not great. Uh, oh, um, Christopher, the, Hitchens. Christopher Hitchens. Yeah. yeah, you've never heard a scientist go. We know for sure. Yeah, it's we think. we think. This is what we know. Yeah, but right now, exactly. Yeah, and that that it's the oh, I can go and. Uh, I don't know what it is. Let's go figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, let's, yeah. Let, let's continue to dig. Yeah. Whereas, Mom, where did the stars come from? God. God. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Sagan. Yeah. <laughs> Red 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 yeah. I love Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, because, um, yeah, no, you're like fake news. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. There is a term that I can, like, fuck. I can, ugh. 
hate that fucking term. Well, me too. Fake news. Because, like, it's basically giving you a license to print and say bullshit. Yeah. And, like, I'm sorry if there are any Trump supporters on here, but, hey. I'm not. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's basically, like, you can buffalo a whole nation, Mm -hmm. and when somebody calls you on it, you just say, oh, fake news. Stop the steal. Fake news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Biden's in league with China. Fake news. Yeah. Oh, no, really? Yeah. No. And when you and when you present like supporters of that philosophy to with actual facts mm-hmm. and uh, and they can't change their point of view, mm-hmm. like that's going right back to that quote, yeah. right? I mean, like if anybody can refute me, like I will gladly mm-hmm. change my change my philosophy on it, change my mind on it, yeah. if I'm presented with good evidence to the contrary. Yeah. One of my favorite videos of late is uh, a man interviewing some shit hawk at a uh, Trump rally. And uh, this dude looks like 10 pounds of shit in a two pound sack. Uh, and he's wearing the red hat and he's got a God guts and glory made America great. Mm-hmm. Or God guns guts and glory made America great. Yeah. Basically just says I'm a fucking retard. Yeah. Across his chest. Um, and he's at an anti or is he doing an anti abortion rally? I think it's an anti abortion rally. Because the guy asks him, like, well, what about a woman's right to choose? And he goes, Well, um, God put suf- the suffering of childbirth in women as a result of, I think it was Eve's sin, yeah. which is original sin. Yeah. Um, which, misogyny, you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but uh, then he goes, well, why aren't you wearing a mask? He goes, it's a personal choice. You hypocritical yeah. fuck! <laughs> like, oh my god, you're such a piece of shit! Like, er, I'm gonna take away their right to choose. Yeah. But uh, but I still get I my, get right my right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's my mask and freedom. 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 Yeah. So and people, and that's exactly it. like I. You have the inability to equate injustice, ethics, yeah. morality with your own. With, with, you're sorry. I just you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you you have the inability to take what is morally, obviously. And just, yeah, just obviously the correct view. Yeah. And no, it's wrong because it doesn't suit my world. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't bounce around in my, uh, my echo chamber. Yeah. Because we can go on the internet now and live in our fucking echo chamber. Yeah. I could go find a bunch of libtards like me. Yeah. And, and, and that's there. the thing, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like, um, there's no such thing as, uh, subjective point of view on the internet no no it's hard just arguing yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. um so like so you're not you can't go to the internet looking for answers like no uh especially on like social media sites and, yeah and, and all of that um but yeah so like that's um i don't know what the point i'm trying to make is it's late <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I just, I thought that was uh, a great quote and that, that kind of sums up, uh, stoicism to me mm-hmm. is like, um, is bettering yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're, uh, if you think one way on a subject and you're, uh, you're presented with new evidence, mm-hmm. uh, I, I changing your mind, like, mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, 
I, I think that's a really healthy and good thing to do. I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I, I should clarify something uh, just before we end here. I am an atheist. I believe in science, logic. But if, if Christ himself descended from the fucking sky and said, Lo, I have returned... I'm still not going to church. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I guess I'm walking into hell. Like. Did you ever see that debate with, uh, who's that, uh, he's a creationist, uh, Ken Hame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Nye. Yeah. Um, like, I, like, they, they presented that question, yeah. uh, to both of them, like, saying, uh, like, to Ken Hame, it was like, yeah, uh, or they they presented to Bill Nye like and and he was like uh, sorry I'm chumbling over my words here but uh, they asked him like if you if we found proof of of God and creationism and and all that stuff would that change your mind and he said absolutely mm -hmm. but there is no scientific proof of anything that is being said in Genesis mm -hmm. until there is this is what I believe mm -hmm. because. We have done tests. We have done. Uh, we have had hypotheses. We have had experiments, and like the best information that we can gather, this is this is what I believe. This is what we got? Yeah. Yeah. If I am presented with new information to the contrary, mm -hmm. I will consider it, and I will, mm -hmm. you know, I will change my viewpoint. Yeah. And they, uh, in so many words, they ask the same, mm -hmm. uh, same question to Ken Ham. He's like, "Nope, this is what I believe." Oh, see, I, I'm the atheist version of that asshole. <laughs> well, at least I can admit it. There you go. But, like, yeah, my, my thing is, you know, I'm not even going to open that door because it's late, and if I if I go down this particular rabbit hole, we're going to be here till 2, 3 in the morning, and i got to be at work. Okay, um, so let's end it here, then. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> By the way, just wanted to extend a big thank you to everybody who is listening. You guys are awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, uh, Brendan and I just started this as kind of uh, shits and gigs for us, but we really do appreciate every single listen that you guys give us. Yeah. Um, we adore all the fan mail, the hundreds of thousands of letters we are getting daily. What are you getting? Yeah. <laughs> Flyers. Flyers. <laughs> hey, I got two for KFC's a big fan. They sent me a two piece bucket of mail for ten ninety nine. Nice. Right? But, uh yeah, we, we absolutely appreciate the support and uh you know, anything anything creatively and unless you're <laughs> Unless you're rich and famous, you're kind of doing it in a vacuum, like we've said before. Yeah. Uh, it really is a word of mouth thing. So, like, please tell your friends, tell them to check us out. Mm -hmm. uh, follow our social media stuff Facebook, uh, Instagram. We're on WordPress too now, apparently. Uh, it was a link that I saw on Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to use it. <laughs> so um, uh, we're going to do our best to like bring new content as well not just the podcast but uh yeah we, we got some tinkering to do like yeah. it's, it's in its infancy right now so mm -hmm. uh we're enjoying ourselves we hope that you're enjoying these and uh more to come one more thing and i just wanted to throw this out there and i'm sorry if i'm kind of blindsided no, no, no. i was wondering if you if uh if you guys are on facebook if you wouldn't mind letting us know if you'd like to see some video-style content from us. Totally. Um, because we could set up cameras in here. Yep. But the other thing, too, is I was wondering if 
you guys would like to see us out and about, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm a narcissist, so I love that kind of shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anytime. And, um, also, uh, I had an idea just now. Um, if there's a topic that you want us to cover, yeah, let us know. Please. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Like so, anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put it down in the comments, and uh, if we like it, we'll uh, we'll cover it because we're always looking for content. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and by the way, if you disagree with any of the points we make, and you have intelligent comments to make, please do. Totally. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. I would like like Brandon said, if you present us with appropriate evidence and it's something that we can explore, hell yes, we're on board. We're gonna take a look at. It. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, uh, this is Brandon Reed and Mitch Horseman signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everybody. Yeah. Good night, guys.